Hey guys, thanks for watching Ike Live. It's brought to you by Mystery Tackle Box. Please check them out. They've got a great product. Go to mysterytacklebox.com. If you use the coupon code Ike Live, you get 50% off Sweet. your first Pro Box. That's $12.50 <laughs> for a almost $50 value of baits in this box. How's everybody doing tonight? Hoping you have a wonderful night. Welcome to Ike Live. Listen to me. You know, you've said this before. We have a monster show lined up tonight. Two YouTube stars with us tonight. One in studio, aka Fluke Master, joined us on the couch. And two recent champions from the recent tournament trail. Don't want to miss this show. Let me remind you, we are broadcasting live on Ike Live. And tonight, for all those Facebook people that hate the internet, we're going to be broadcasting on the Ike Live Facebook page. Please look for us. Uh, let me announce, uh, introduce, and uh, and and make light of my wonderful co-host tonight, <laughs> Pete Glusick, sitting to my right. How you doing tonight, Pete? I'm doing good. Great I'm to see you. Doing good. Don't make light of me. I want to make light of you. You're you're uh, you're the critical part of the show. Without you, there would be no Ike. <laughs> That's Live. heavy. That's it heavy. is heavy. It's deep. Hey, what a great event today! I can't wait to talk about the Ike Foundation. We're going to be talking about that. We're going to be talking about congratulations. Thank you very on much. A great event. Awesome. Getting kids involved in the sport is great. Mm-hmm. Pete, here's what we're going to do. We're going to blow through the sponsors that support the show. Me and you are going to tackle it. Let's tackle. And we're going to do it in less than five minutes. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? <laughs> on your marks, get set, go. Uh, first of all, we've got to thank, and you see them over there. That way, above my shoulder, uh, Mystery Tackle Box. Uh, amazing product. It is Christmas to your doorstep every month, Pete. What about that black box? It's so much fun getting the tools. Me and Jake go out and try them every month. It's it's a real treat. Anybody that fishes in your family is going to love to get Mystery Tackle Box as a gift. Yeah, and we've got a special promotion here for our Ike Live viewers. And if you use the promo code... Ike Live. Listen to this, Pete. You ready for this? I'm listening. You're going to be entered into a contest to win an autographed shirt, Mystery Tackle Box shirt, from everybody here in the Ike Live crew. What? Yes. Yes. Plus. Custom. An autographed Pro Box signed by the Ike Live crew. Excellent. Unbelievable. Use the promo code Ike Live to be entered into that. Uh, also sponsored by Flambo. They make amazing tackle storage. Of course, they've got the Z Rust. Definitely check out Flambo. Liquid Mayhem, Pete, Sense Key, Sense Important. Liquid Mayhem's the deal. Come on, back me up on this. It, well, it's the most underutilized component of most people's fishing game yes. in general is, is scent. you got to pay attention to it, guys. Liquid Mayhem's the best. Yes. We're also brought to you by Hobie Kayaks. Kayak fishing is changing the world. We've got a kayak guy in the house tonight. We're going to be talking about kayak fishing. Hobie Kayaks are the originators of the pedal drive system. Check them out. Brought to you by TH Marine. In fact, we're going to be highlighting a product here tonight, Pete, that is pretty amazing, ties into our show a little bit. Uh, give you a little teaser. It has something to do with filming your footage when you're on the water. I saw that new yes. product. We're going to be talking about it. And I, uh, the hot foot. Yes. I've been I've been driving through the giant waves on the Chesapeake heavy. Yep. It's been 30 mile an hour winds or Key. more. And uh, the hot foot, such a powerful tool to be able to you know keep your hands on the steering wheel, keep it on the trim and the tilt, and uh, and get you there safe. I, I love using the hot foot in the rough water. Yeah. Th Marine, if you've got any kind of marine product uh, from a from a canoe to a kayak to a full size bass boat, check them out. They've got some great stuff. Brought to you by Tackle Warehouse. Simple way to put it. Every pro I know shops at Tackle Warehouse. Even Kevin Van Dam, who's sponsored by Bass Pro Chefs. Did I just out him like that? I shouldn't have did that. Uh, <laughs> brought to you by the Bass University. Pete, know a little bit about the Bass University. It's Customer Appreciation Month at the Bass University. Yes. Speaking of Tackle Warehouse, if you're a subscriber to Bass University, this week it's good through tomorrow, 15% off across the board at Tackle Warehouse, uh, shopping at the Bass University Tackle Shop. So a lot more coming at Customer Appreciation Month from all of our sponsors at Bass University. If you've not subscribed to Bass University, try it for free for 10 days. Use the code TRYBU. Come on in. Check it out. We think you're going to love it if you don't cancel any time. But if you love it, stay with us. 
Customer Appreciation Month runs through the end of May. Awesome. Brought to you by Real Snot. It's a line conditioner. Look, you want to make longer cast? You want to stop memory? You want to stop that backlash? Try it. Non-aerosol. The only one on the market. Non-aerosol. Real Snot. Try them out. Also brought to you by Upload It Fishing. Great little piece of information tonight during our breaks. We're going to be showing clips from Upload It Fishing. Go Excellent. to uploadit.com, uploadatfishing.com. Dude, if you film your fishing, you're already doing it. Submit it over there. Everybody's got, doing it. Everybody's doing it. you got a chance to win monthly prizes. Plus, at the end, the best video is getting a bass boat, Pete. Can you imagine when, when, back in the day... Filming your stuff and what a chance for win a bass boat. Can you imagine? I that? can't imagine. What a great opportunity. I fish every day. I'm going to start submitting my stuff to upload it. I don't know if I'm eligible, but I'm going to try to win that boat. <laughs> I don't know if you're eligible either. Uh, finally, last but not least, brand new sponsor here at Ike Live, Vision Wheels. Check them out. Uh, we've got this amazing Super rim hot. table right here, uh, highlighting a couple of the rims. You've got a boat. You've got a trailer. You want some new rims? Check them out. Vision Wheel. Listen to me. Hang on there with us. In a couple minutes, we're going to be back to the start of, I'm pretty sure, the best Ike Live show ever. Hang in there with us. Come on. Let's go. Warning. The following live webcast might contain content that some people find crude, vulgar, or objectionable. When watching this program... Please make sure the room is well lit and do not sit too close to the screen. If you're uptight, easily offended, or lacking a sense of humor, please stop watching right now and leave the internet. Now it's time for Ike Live. many dreams can you shape in a minute, an hour? The kind of clean you like best. Lost three of my teeth, too. All right, so you lost. Next time you'll win. Steamy, hot, hearty, delicious, invigorating. Folks at home, folks at home, how you doing tonight? Welcome to Ike Live. It's a glorious, glorious Sunday. <laughs> Thank you for taking time out of your evening to join us on this show tonight. We've got a monster, monster show lined up for you. So many guests, I have to look at a piece of paper to remember <laughs> them all. There's that many. But let me start with the co-host of the show, the one and only, the host of the show, Pete Lusick. Hey, it's great to be here. I've been fishing for a week. Yes. You know, fishing's up and running, and it's it's on fire in this part of the country. It is, isn't it? It really is. The Delaware River. You would not, the guys in the elites would not believe what's going on in the Delaware River give tournament a, right now. Give them a little taste. There's probably some of the bass elites watching right now. I know a lot of guys watch. Give them a little hint about the kind of quality you're catching and, on the Delaware and River. You, I know you guys aren't going to believe it, because I, I know how hard it was in August. <laughs> But I'm telling you right now, we're catching 20 to 40 bass a day on the Delaware River. And I caught literally in my boat, the best five was 20 pounds. And that's the best that I've ever seen on the Delaware River in my 30 years of fishing it. Uh, it's just, it's found a new gear. Wow. And they're all up in the spawning areas. There's pre-spawn, spawn. Uh, that's where it's at right now. Wow. And, and the cool thing about this Delaware, they bite when they're on the beds. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. They're not hard to catch. They're aggressive as heck, yep. you know. And it's the one time of the year where they're really, besides the winter, 
It's one time of year where they're stacked in small right. spots. They are in they are in close quarters because the the water rips so hard that they got to be in these backwaters. Uh, but it's a lot of fun out there. Chesapeake has found another gear too. Those yes. fish are entering the spawn and on water training for the Bass University is up and running. So it's it's just been a lot of fun catching yeah. a lot of fish this week. That's awesome. Uh, let me remind everybody watching tonight. Uh, you can. Look at us and listen to us a lot of different ways. And tonight, of course, you can watch us on IkeLive.com. If you're in the Facebook arena, tonight we are broadcasting on the IkeLive Facebook page, not the Mike Iaconelli Facebook page. And, of course, let me remind everybody, we want to hear from you right there next to your screen. We have our I am up. Please, comments, questions, anything, we want to hear from you. Let me finish introducing the room uh, on the casting couch tonight. Uh, and and he, this guy, i, I, I got to tell you. Pete, he is a key part of the show. He he is the most important guy in the show now. He's making quite an impact. I, I think in his role shows. on this show has is increased no, big I, time. I agree. Uh, the one and only Dave Brodzik, aka Fathead. Thank you. How you doing, Dave? For some reason, I suspect that my importance won't correlate to my pay. <laughs> like it does in every other market of business. <laughs> it's just got that lag time yeah. on the show. Yeah. It has to yeah. catch up. The yeah. Wave. yeah, it's but, all like Egyptian time. Yeah, the other thing, I, I want to uh, say thank you for bringing the uh, cheese and meat platter tonight. Uh, Mel, That's awesome. Mel's pleasure. Uh, uh, shout out to Mel. Thank Mel, you, Mel, for watching. And shout out, Mel, thanks for the help today, too, at the Ike Foundation term. And we're going to be talking a little bit more about that later. But Good. great kids great event, event today. Yeah. Over 200 kids and families out. It was a mob scene. Unbelievable. I, I come I come around a corner. It was just a mass of humanity. Let's save it. Let's up and down it. that yeah. pond. Yeah, we're, we're gonna There's we're gonna save to it. We're gonna save talking about that. Uh, we've got two huge YouTube stars with us tonight, and I'm so happy to uh, to let everybody know we've got one here in the studio with us, Pete. Joining us live, and it's so much better. When yeah. when we have him in studio, and uh, I like to call this guy a friend. I've known him for a lot of years. The one and only Gene Jensen, aka Fluke Master, Master, on the cast yeah. tonight. How you doing? I'm I'm happy, man. Real excited to be here. We've been talking about having you on Ike Live since, since the very beginning. Yeah, since the beginning of it. And and we tied it into you were at a writers event yep. uh, up in Buffalo. Yep. And this was kind of on your way back, so yeah. the timing worked out good. If I eat another wing, I'm going to choke myself. <laughs> <laughs> now, was that on your agenda? You you were going to Buffalo to catch giant smallmouse yeah. and eat giant chicken wings. It, yeah, exactly. They were the my two... goal this year was to catch my personal best smallmouth. Okay. And so did, did that happen? my PB was four pounds, two ounces. Yes. Or 4.2. Yeah. And I caught a 5.9. Wow. Wow. So nice. It was a stud. I would say that that passed your mark by a oh, little bit. Yeah, exactly. I caught wow. three or four that day that we were over that mark so okay well, that's nice. awesome well we're going to be talking to you we want to hear your story a little bit yep. so many youtubers out there uh that that want to get into this game that look up to you you're in my opinion one of the originators of digital media so it's excited like, to talk to you about it's that. like the water cronkite of youtube angle <laughs> pretty much <laughs> you know what i mean yeah that's a great analogy dave thank you yeah, but we need the... That's coming. Okay. Uh, let me finish introducing the room, and we've got two, not one, but two super important people in the box tonight, in the booth tonight, and sitting to my left... The one and only Dave Wallace, a.k.a. Tom, a.k.a. DJ Dave, in the house tonight. Keep it going, keep it going. A.k.a. Tom. Yeah, a.k.a. Tom. Tom, uh, Tom, Dave, thank you for joining us. Oh, no problem. Uh, Ike Live intern takeover. It is. This is it. It's the intern takeover. I I don't want to make Brian too mad because he's probably listening right now (laughs) at at Luke's concert or is it Logan's concert. You know he's got an earbud in. He's got an earbud in listening. I don't want to make him too mad. But... Things are going super smooth tonight, guys. Uh, Has anybody checked to see if we are actually live? I don't know. Well, no, yeah, no one it's fu- We are live. We are live on Facebook. Yes. Never mind. That, yep, we're good. We're good. Uh, don't worry about it. Stop messing with me. It's like the first show, Mark Jeffrey's phone hasn't rung. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. You're probably you know what right. I mean? You're probably right. And sitting next to Dave, you know him, the young faced man from Rowan University. There he goes, Eric the intern. That's me. Okay. Yay. The less important intern. How you doing tonight, Eric? I'm doing all right. I was at your event today and yes. I had a great time. It was cool to see all the kids there. We'll talk about that more later, obviously. Yeah. Okay, but we're and we're also going to be talking about you got an amazing chance to fish Gene. I did, yeah. Great opportunity, and 
I don't know, man. I'm, I'm, I actually got to watch you guys for a little bit, and every time I saw you, I saw something pink hanging off the end of your line. You want to expand on that or I, at all? I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. I have no idea what you're talking about. No, right. I don't throw pink floors. Nothing. Pink Senkos don't work for bass. They're not amazing bass baits. Yeah, I didn't mention it in my video <laughs> I launched today. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my. All right, we're going to talk about that later. Uh, and here's the other deal. Now, Pete, I'm excited about this. We've got three guests joining us via mm-hmm. phone and via Skype. This is going to be awesome. Uh, we've got, you know him, Lake, Lake Fork guy, mm-hmm. amazing YouTuber. Justin Rackley is going to be joining us via Skype. We've got the recent bass winner from Mississippi, from Ross Burnett. Super tough tournament. Here's a rookie that came Youngster. out and dominated fishing up the river where nobody fished. Want to hear that story? Uh, Dustin Cannell's joining us tonight. And then finally, this is a good one, Pete, the FLW champion from Beaver Lake. Is going to be joining us, Johnny McCombs. Boy, he's got some stories for us tonight. Mm-hmm. And uh, I can't think of a place that's more challenging than Beaver Lake. I know you fished it a bunch mm-hmm. over the years. I fished it, dude. That place is challenging. Throw rising water three ten, to four foot a day that's into crazy. the mix, and you, you have a tournament that I have no idea how he blew the doors off it, but he did. Right. And we're going to be talking to Johnny tonight. Uh, it's going to be going to be a great show. Looking forward to it. Some great guests. Yeah. I, I can't wait to hear uh, hear how, some of his stories on how he kept up with the fish. Because rising water is always a thorn in my side, man. Always. Fall, rapidly falling water, rapidly rising water. Mm-hmm. It just confuses me. And, this Conf- is, and that was cold. That was, yeah. But it that, confuses me. It's such a big lake to be able to rise that much. Uh, they must have been really dumped on with some just heavy torrential downpours. I, I I fished Smith Lake. Did you fish that Smith Lake tournament where it rose like ten feet? It rose that same amount. Ten feet. Uh, I don't it think was I it was crazy. One. It was like overnight. Overnight, the the lake, the places where you were fishing the previous day were well, they were ten feet under. Wow. You know, it it, it totally changed the complexion of the patterns. And uh, but the guys in that tournament. Which, uh, was, was just so, they knew exactly what to do. The guys that did well, they went to the run-ins. The, the muddy, cause, cause it's a gin clear lake. And the only time it gets color is when those, those, you know, drains run into it. And fishing around those drains is how that tournament was won. Interesting. I imagine, uh, Beaver Lake probably fished similarly. It's also a very clear lake. I would have so. thought the guys who found rock would have been the ones who won it, but, all right, right. whatever. Yeah. I, I mean, I always found, and, and we're going to hear it, but you can get to the bank. That's a big thing. Right. That rising water, it's always like if you can find a bank that where you can touch the bank, mm-hmm. you know, because they get lost in those banks that are so horizontal, that gets up in the woods and you just lose them. Exactly. But, but Beaver, like Smith, is like a highland-type reservoir. Right. It's very rocky. Right. So that water just kind of comes up vertically a little yeah. bit more. It doesn't have as many marsh areas. Yeah. But uh, well, let's let's see how he did it. We're gonna we're gonna see. Uh, let me remind you one more time. Thanks for joining us. Please hit us up on the IM. Lots of questions from you guys, and we've got prizes tonight, Pete. All right, we're giving away. We've what got are we giving some, away? Well, we're gonna give away some tackle warehouse gift packs. We're gonna give away. We got some TH stuff. We got a beautiful TH Marine hat. We're gonna be giving away tonight. So send your questions and comments in, and we're gonna be announcing some winners. I, I want to get right to it, Gene. I want to jump into it and. Uh, and the way I want to start it is YouTube, this craze. Um, so many of us, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick on Dave Brodzik here. So many of us are kind of caught back in time. And like Dave, up to a year ago, didn't even have a cell phone. He was still using a bag phone. Uh, <laughs> but you you saw this medium coming. Yep. You saw it, and and talk talk a little bit about that because. We've known each other before the YouTube yeah. craze, yep. but you had the the insight to see this movement coming. How, how did you know this whole craze was coming? Um, I guess the first – there's a whole bunch of things that came into where I made the decision to start making videos. But what I saw was being in the forum days and being a moderator on forums and things like that, I, I noticed that people would rather look at pictures – and watch videos yeah. than they would read whatever the information was on there. Yeah. Huh. And and so I it was just one of these it was just crazy how many how 
and I call it lazy because I was the same way. I didn't want to read a, a full page of whatever somebody wrote on a forum. Uh, no, yeah. That's, that's, mm. yeah. And so I saw it coming that way, and then uh, I had a bunch of Boy Scouts. I'm a Scoutmaster, been one for in the Scouts for 20 years. Yeah. And they wanted to learn how to fish, but I worked weekend nights at the hospital, so I couldn't take them fishing. Couldn't take, couldn't take my kids fishing either. And so I told them I'd make videos and put them on this new thing called YouTube yeah. that hosted videos. And How many years ago was this? I'm sorry. Ten, I think. Ten okay. or eleven years ago. Yeah. It was a long time ago. Yeah. And um, yeah, I think YouTube was a year old. Okay. So take YouTube and, you know. But, uh, and, and it just one thing after another after another, um, you know, it, it just kept growing and kept growing. And I just saw it coming. I had a, a, a TV host, and no, hardly anybody knows him. He's from down in Texas. I was filming with him on, on Kingfisher one day. And he said, man, nobody's making it, it, teaching people how to fish anymore. All these TV shows, all they are is, hey, watch me fish. Yeah. And the light bulb went off. Yeah. And I said, I'm on this lake that's a private lake. I can go and catch as many fish as I need during the day, I can make three or four videos. I'm a good teacher. I'm an okay fisherman. I can make videos and teach people how to fish. Yeah, that's that's awesome. And I, and I love that because teaching and instruction is so key. You know, and I, I honestly, I, I want to tell you that it's part of growing the sport mm-hmm. is being able to pass on knowledge and yeah. teach. You know, I, I feel like there was, um, you know, like early fishing. Like I remember, you know, when I was young, there was almost like a barrier where guys didn't want to teach, right? They didn't want to teach because they wanted to keep the all their secrets yeah. to their chest, you mm-hmm. know? But that kind of started going away, and I really, really believe that that's a big part of how to grow a sport is by in- instructing and teaching. I really believe that. And and we're doing that with the Bash University. You're doing a great job with that, Pete, too. Well, it, it's definitely key because with the Internet and with YouTube now, I'm seeing it like when we've talked about this before. How did we all learn how to fish, right? Dad, uncle took us fishing. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but there's millions, billions of kids out there that don't have uncles or dads that know how to fish yeah, or have ever taken them fishing, or, right? Know. So they're learning. They're learning the ropes yep. from from your program, from Bash University program, from the internet, you know, and they're getting they're getting excited about fishing now, uh, where they never would have before. Yep. That, that's got to be that's got to make you feel good to be able to impact so many kids. It is, it's basically what drives me. The, what has come out of this whole thing, because all I wanted in my my slogan, teaching the world to fish. All I want to do is just teach people how to fish, but it has had such an impact in people's lives. I get daily stories of from from addicts who who spend their time on the water instead of spend their time thinking about their drugs, or hmm. dads who take their kids fishing. Or my goal is to teach a dad so he can be the hero and teach his kids. Yeah, you right. know that's yeah. that's cool because I can be the hero, but I'd rather dad be the hero. Sure. Yeah. So. yeah. And and it's awesome. I got to tell you, and I keep jumping back to today, but even today, you know, I'm sitting by watching and talking to people and I'm looking over and you've got kids coming up that want to take their picture with you and want your yep. autograph. That's awesome. That yep. to me, that's amazing that, that I saw that today. And that, I always knew that was going to be a side effect to yeah. what I did. Yeah. It was never the popularity, the money, the... Whatever, it was not important. It, yeah. never, it still isn't important. Yeah. I don't care how many subscribers I have. Yeah. I just want to do this. Now, I, I got to ask this. I know I'm sure it's coming up a million times on our board already, but a lot of people watching want to know, how'd you get your name, Gene? How'd you get Fluke Master? <laughs> um, back in, shoot, man, it must have been 2001, 2002. I, 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 was, I think I was still stationed in Hawaii at the time or just got to Fort Gordon. And I signed up for my first fishing forum. It was the old bass fishing homepage that really doesn't exist much anymore. And I needed to come up with a screen name. Well, I was still kind of new into the serious bass fishing scene, figured out what a fluke was, and I said, man, I just want to learn how to catch a fish on this every day I go fishing. And so it was kind of a motivational thing. I said, okay, call myself the fluke master, and I just typed it in. And and then I went on to, like, Bass Resource and, uh, and, and Bass Boat Central and stuff like that. And I just kept the same name. So come time to pick the brand name for when this YouTube thing started getting yeah. serious. Most people don't know my original channel name was The Fishing Partner. Mm. And all of the guys that knew me from the forum days said, what in the world are you thinking? You know, Why aren't you calling yourself yeah. Fluke Master? So I did a little Google uh, analytics search to see how people were finding my channel. And it was fishing, bass fishing, and Fluke Master was number three. Wow. So they picked it for me, 
and that's why I have the YouTube channel called Fluke Master. Wow. And it just stuck. I, I, I can't, can't get away from it. That's awesome. Now, it's, it's funny because Dave, you know, we've known Dave forever, and uh, back in the day we fished in the same club. And, you know, the Internet wasn't a thing back then, but Dave also had a name associated with his favorite bait, too. It was a little longer than Fluke Master, though. It was Rusty Triple Rattleback Riverside Big Crawl Green Pumpkin Jig. And I don't know why. What? Not Rusty. That, Never Rusty, but yes. Everything else, yes. That name did <laughs> Was I accurate, yeah, though? I should, yeah, I should have started an empire on that. <laughs> Dude, that was your bait back in the day, It still bro. is, man. It still is. I still get those, man. Wow. But now I just use the, the camo color. Yeah. That's it. Right. What? That whole bait? The whole thing, the whole yeah, the rip, the triple rattle back. No, I, I don't use a triple. I use a single. Like, single. You gotta okay. get the triples, but yeah, no, nah. <laughs> no, nah, dude, don't hate on this rattle back. It's a huge profile jig, man. Yeah. So the point of that was, good thing it was a fluke, because it's a yeah. lot easier to say than than that name that Dave was the trying name to alone use. Alone is an empire. <laughs> Well, that's, that's awesome. Uh, so yeah, I, I mean, I, I want to bring it back. So, you know, so you started this thing. You started videos on YouTube, and then it just kind of started snowballing because I, I remember looking at it like this is even before, you know, like I didn't even have a YouTube account yet, and like I started to catch wind of this thing, and I started to log in and watch some of the stuff you were doing, and I was amazed. And the thing I was amazed by. Is how quick you could touch people and how quick that expanded, it dominoed, you know, that message. And I was like, man, this is going to change the way people instruct and, and the way people communicate in the fishing world. And I, I saw it, but it was watching your videos was the first time I really saw that. Do you, is it a strange feeling to know that you were kind of one of the pioneers of it that started this whole fishing YouTube craze? It was never anything I thought about. Right. Really. It's just, um, it's cool. I mean, it's really neat. It's neat to, to be able to look back and say, look at what has accidentally happened. Yeah. You know, just from a passion. Yeah. You know, just from the love of, of being able to being able to do it. I was, years ago, my wife and I arguing about this whole thing. It was back when I was spending more money on YouTube than I was bringing into the yeah. house. And, uh, and the argument was, I, I finally looked at her and said, look, honey, I have never asked for any of this. This is kind of, all the stuff that happened up to that point, people had asked me and I, I felt good about it, so I did it. Yeah. One thing after the other after the other and... All of a sudden, I'm sitting here in a place, and I'm like, "This is, this is my calling in life. This is what I'm supposed to be doing." Yeah. How can I continue it? And yeah. So that's what it's all been about. That. I'm, yeah. I'm totally serious with you. All I ever want to do, any business decision I make, I just want to teach people how to fish. Yeah. If it doesn't have anything to do with it, I don't have anything to do with it. Yeah. That's well, that's awesome. You know, you talk about the success that you've had. And you've been at this a long time, and, you know, this wasn't an overnight success, right? When, when did this really happen for you? I mean, you had to be plugging away with, like, 200 subscribers, yeah. uh, you know, and just plugging away. What Did you ever identify what, what – was it the YouTube craze that took place? Was it something you did with your videos that really connected with people? It was, it was the continued growth. Okay. Um, for the first few years, it was about 120% growth. And I don't ever. I look at my analytics all the time, all the little numbers and the, everything. But I judge myself annually. On January first each year, I go back and look at how I did compared to the year before. Yeah. And it was 120 percent for a few years. Now it's it was, and then it went to like 80 percent, which is still amazing growth. And and 80 and 80, and so I'm just the continued growth. And it was four years ago. I, I no, it was five now. It was four years prior to me quitting my job, which was a year ago last week. I went into. I said. Uh, I said. I told my wife. I said. I think I can quit my job due due to my current growth. I can quit my job in four years. In March, I quit my job in April. Wow. wow. And it was four years prior that I picked that date. Well, wow. you, better, you better get ready for some negative net linking yourself. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how many subscribers? Does a YouTube uh, does a YouTuber need before they start seeing revenue from YouTube? I don't know. I really honestly. How does that whole mechanism work, though? It's like, um, 
YouTube does more promoting, more putting my my videos in front of people than anything, and it happens with every YouTuber. You can go back, and you can look and see what outside traffic come, and it's 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 negligible. It really it, it has. I get point zero one percent of all of my traffic comes from outside of YouTube. Right. From other chan- other other websites. Promote it within. It's promoted within, so it's what you can do within YouTube. Um, you can start making money the first day by just signing up for everything and start doing it. It was four years, and and YouTube pays once you get a hundred dollars. Once they owe you a hundred dollars, they send you a check. It was three and a half years before I got my hundred dollar check. Wow! And that was a motivator. That was a oh, okay, what can I do? And I just kept. It was just yeah, you know. And then six months later, I got a check, and then yeah. it, they were hundred dollar checks until I was getting one one a month. Yeah, and and really. That was the motivator to keep going because it could become a business, yeah. and I could keep teaching people how to fish. Yeah, and then my wife would be happy with it. Yeah. So now my wife, instead of saying you're going to go fishing again, she goes, "When are you going fishing?" Right. You know, right. What are you filming today? Yeah. So what so, what did you do before YouTube? I was an X-ray tech. I, I joined the military. Was in the army for six years. Six years of that, I shot uh, all six years. I was an X-ray technician. Okay. And then I got out and got a real job. Shooting x-ray, still the same thing, at the Medical College of Georgia in Augusta, and it's a trauma center, and I work weekend nights. and So I got to see some really cool stuff. So you left but, you left that job for YouTube. Yeah, a very well-paying x-ray wow. job. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That, that's well-paying. amazing. That's and, I, and if I had to guess, that part of Augusta, because of the competition between hospitals, I was one of the highest-paid x-ray techs in Georgia, yeah, or in that group. I don't yeah. think I was the highest, but that's we awesome. were up there. That, what the hell's awesome. dumb ideas that I have in 2007 <laughs> instead of that one? You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm trying to think what you know, preposterous yeah. freaking idea I had. But, but this this brings up a good point, though. So we're you know we're telling this success story, Gene, of yeah. you know you doing something that you love, uh, um, being able to quit your job. Now you get to do this thing you love full time. Yep. We've got thousands of people right now watching and listening. That have up to this show that have been kicking it over. Man, I want to get into this YouTube uh-huh. thing. I, I want to try this digital content thing. W- w- what would you tell them if they're watching right now and they're, you know, they see dollar signs. They see, <laughs> they see guy, the guys like you. They see the Googans. They see all these guys uh-huh. making real money, doing what they love to do. Every, are they okay to pursue that dream? What would you, what would you tell them? The one thing I tell everybody, and I get that question all the time. Start. Don't say I'm about to. Right. If you haven't, if you if you come to me and say I'm about to, yeah, I'll, it's like it's like going on a diet. Right. I'm gonna go on a diet tomorrow, and then the next day, and the yeah. next day. Yeah. Start is one. Yeah. And then as and everything's gonna progress. You're gonna get more and more knowledgeable about what it takes to do YouTube. Yeah. Then the number one other thing is is what you say. Never give up. Yeah. Do not quit. If you really want to make it happen, do not quit. <coughs> yeah. It may be three or four years down the road. Yeah. It may be, but if you don't quit, it's going to work out because there's a number, certain number of people in this world that like you. Yeah. And I'll tell that to the camera. That like you. It may not be a million or two million. It may yeah. be 200,000. Right. But there's a certain number of people in this world that are going to like what you're doing, and you may be able to get some milk money out of it. Yeah. But the biggest thing is is don't do it for the money. Right. Because if you do it for the money, it's only going to last a short amount of time. Right. right. And there's another thing you need that uh, what you're selling yourself short on is you got to be a communicator. Yes. If you're one of those guys that are telling a story and, and your friends are already looking for an out two sentences in, then you need to learn how to talk. You yep. know what I mean? Like you, you're going to put people to sleep. Yep. And that comes with time. Yeah. I wasn't great in front of the camera when I started. Yeah. My first 25 videos no longer exist. I deleted every one of them. Right. Ah. And so well, Brian, Brian wanted to know that. Brian, yeah. Brian I still have things. one, and, and it's the very first so one. So you've on deleted channel. the first 25 videos mm-hmm. you ever made. Yep. Dave, we might need to delete three years of Bike Live. Because <laughs> oh, they've all yeah, I remember, bad. I remember the first one. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They, 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 they brought, they brought a, another married couple in to replace me. They brought in the Solis. That, that was real fun. That was, that was such a hoot. couple. Yeah, that was so fun. Oh, Let's do that man. one again. Dude. What are you talking about, dude? Oh, oh. He's had his hat over his eyes. It like, sounded like this the whole show. <laughs> oh but, that, but, but it's true. You do get better as time you goes get on. Better. And, you, and you learn what works yeah. for you. And everything you need to know about video editing and photography is on YouTube. Right, right. It's all there. How so long, how long is a basic editing process for one of your videos? Um, three hours. 
because I don't do anything crazy. For how how long? For, like, for a what? day of fishing. Okay. Yeah. I don't really. I don't get into the the too much. I did a time lapse today because I needed. I, I had something really cool I wanted to show, but I don't normally do time lapses and time lapses and and uh, music and stuff like that. I just do instructional. So typically I ha- I'll have an outline. And I'll, book, I'll go through that outline, and I answer certain questions that I have in my head, and then it's all in a line there, and then I just go in and I just make it, I clean it up. Yeah. What uh, time frame are you looking for? Ten minutes. Yeah. Ten between ten and twenty minutes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It used to be five minutes. Yeah. Remember that? Oh yeah. Now it's ten, and and liter- and and really, I've got a, a bunch of fans that really don't like it if I do a short video. Right. They're like, <laughs> you know, that, that's the problem you're seeing right now. People want more. Yeah, they yeah, want they longer. Want yeah, and the other thing I do is I love to get into the dirty details, all the little things like yeah. you know what I how I modify this bait or how I why I tie this knot or you know I answer the question why so many times because they're going to ask those questions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about what about gear? I mean, does guy wanting to do this? Does can he do it with a GoPro and a laptop, yeah. or does he need to get more advanced than that? Um, I I think a GoPro would work okay. But I had to modify the heck out of GoPros. And what I tell them is a GoPro is perfect for on-the-boat stuff because you, you know, a perfect frame is an arm's length plus six inches. But I have to make audio work, and I have to mm. make the video work, yeah. and I have to hope that the wind doesn't kill it. Yeah. I have a $620 camera that, or a microphone that I use because audio has given me so many problems over the years. Mm-hmm. I've ruined thousands of of hours or thousands of minutes of videos because of audio. Right. And so... You, I'm not saying go buy, go do that, but get a camera that shoots in 1080p at 30 frames a second and make sure your audio is good and then go from there. I don't care what kind of a camera it is. Yeah. It's a good tip. That's yeah. a good tip. Well, that's what a lot of people want to want to know because everybody's you know just doing doing the GoPro thing. Yeah, or they know? use their cell phone. My biggest right. thing about a cell phone, don't use it this way. Turn it sideways and take a video. Why is that? Because it doesn't look like crap. It's screwed up on the frame. <laughs> it looks like you actually used a good professional camera. But okay, you know, you ever watch the fights on World Star and they hold the camera the wrong way and then you can't open you can't, the screen up real big. See you yeah. got to go sideways. It makes it a little tiny. Yep. Yeah, that's yeah. the biggest yeah. mistake I see young kids do that have an iPhone is they do, they do all their videos like this, turn it sideways. Turn gotcha. It sideways. There you go, well, Pete. Learn, listen. <laughs> I'm asking questions. Okay, I, I'm, I'm entering uploaded this year. How, how, how should Pete hold a flip? Phone. What do you, what do you tell yeah. them? How should Pete hold his junk when he's going to the bathroom? We got. Uh, looks yeah, like we got well, a question we got? in the back. I see some hands going back here, Eric. We got. You want some IM questions? What do we got? IM questions. This is a good one. What mistakes have you made along the way? Because you've been doing this for such a long time, you've had to have learned certain things throughout your YouTube one. career. They're like, okay, I'm not doing that again. That's wow. a good one. Um, going on the Ike Live show. Yeah, well, that's number one. <laughs> There's things that I still love to do that I that always end up being a mistake is big giveaways. Giveaways. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody's always going to get their butt hurt. Right. You know, and I hate that. I hate making people mad. There's only nothing you can do about it. Yeah. But I think the biggest mistake um, was camera equipment. Camera equipment. Well, it was tr- it was trying to switch back and forth between cameras and just not getting to know exactly know everything I could about what I was using. Yeah. I use two GoPros almost all the time now. And uh, that's what I use when I film. Is just right. two GoPros and my and my audio. And then um, for studio work, I built a, my, I bought a house that had a barn, and I built turned the barn into a studio, a lot like this, but mine's a lot bigger. Um, but, uh, <laughs> this is a shoebox. <laughs> but I bought a DS. I, actually, somebody gave me a DSLR, a, a, a 7D, and I went and bought a expensive lens and everything else so I could do nice studio work. Yeah. But um. There's not a whole lot of mistakes I really remember because that's the kind of stuff I just kick it to the side and move on. Yeah. How would you rig a kayak with cameras? What would you do? Um, you know, uh, Yak Attack makes some really good camera stuff for GoPros. Yeah. And they make something that st- sits in front of you but a little bit higher. And if you position your GoPro just right, you don't get that kayak crotch shot, as we call it. I still get it because I'll screw up and I'll put the, the center of the lens right here on my chest Instead of at my face, because on a boat you put it in the center right. of your chest. Yeah. And you're serving up moose yeah. knuckle to everybody. Oh, gosh, you are. <laughs> yes, I apologize to everybody moose for my video. sandwich. Yep. But, um, and then one behind me, that one's, I think that stand is called the, uh, the panfish something or other. Panfish, uh, um, anyway. And then the boom that's behind me 
is I'll put that up. I'll either use a, a Yak Attack Boom, or we'll talk about that product. Yeah. But, but uh, the Yolotech um, uh, Boomstick, which I helped a little bit, helped them design a little bit, that's eight feet long. Wow. And so you can get a really cool shot way yeah. behind you. And you know, you're using GoPros on that? I'm using GoPros. Okay. Yeah. And I have I have used one GoPro on a remote control that's around my neck, and the other one I hand. I play around. And you're relying on the mic on the one around your neck? or? Yeah, I have a, I have a lapel mic, and then the, the the receiver is hooked up to the front GoPro that I'm controlling. Copy so. that. Gotcha, gotcha. What else we got coming through, Eric? Fast forward five years' time. Do you still see yourself on YouTube making these videos? Ooh, that's Ooh. a good one. I hope so. I have, I have, I, one thing that I would tell anybody that wants to do this is make sure you save all of your videos on a, a external hard drive just in case YouTube goes to crap. <laughs> right. And you still own all that, all that footage. That's a great, that's a great point. Yeah. Yeah. I never thought about that. So make Because sure so you, many people rely on YouTube as a storage device for mm-hmm. everything they yeah. have. Their yeah. whole life, basically. Yeah. You know, where's MySpace now? Remember MySpace? Yeah, Bob. Pete's still on it. <laughs> <laughs> Things go away, so always save your videos. But in five I just years, shared my password. In five years, I hope that I'm still teaching somehow, and I'll always try to find the best way to do it. Yeah. yeah. So, so YouTube does not own your content. No. You own your content. Yeah. Interesting. I didn't. I didn't know that. I thought once you put it out there, that probably belongs. But to they own the rights to put ads on it, right. which has actually been an issue recently with a lot of YouTubers. A lot of YouTubers are losing money because they changed their ad policy, yeah. which might not necessarily affect the fishing community right now. But it just shows that it's not a thing that's just going to keep going yeah, forever you necessarily. You can't right. count on it as a main source of revenue. Right. You really can't. If it wasn't for my sponsors like Mystery Tackle Box, yeah, I wouldn't be able to do this. There's right. no way I'd still be working at the hospital. Yeah. Interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. Wow. It's interesting. It's interesting. What else? We got any other good ones coming through, Eric? Yeah. What's the biggest thing that's changed within the YouTube fishing community since you started? Um, mm, that's a good one. The YouTube fishing community would be it. When I was first starting for the first several years, the main focus was instructionals, was teaching. Yeah. And and so just recently, it's gone back to the hey, watch me fish. Right. And watch me doing sensational, yeah. crazy stuff. Yeah. So well, that's the big change. But yeah. that's that demographic that enjoys that is a lot younger than the demographic right. that wants, still wants to learn. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, that's a good segue because we, you know, we talk a lot. We've talked in the show before about, you know, how many people now are being exposed to fishing. Yep. For the first time through YouTube. You know, like when we were young, it was through a family member, or through TV. Right? TNN. TNN. It was Roland Martin. It was Orlando Wilson. Yeah. Uh, Bill Dance. The Bassmasters. The Bassmasters. Yeah. And now, a lot of people, especially this younger demo that you're talking about, the first time they're exposed to fishing is through YouTube. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? I think it's amazing. It's amazing. Yep. It's amazing. And there's so many good points to that, right? Because the reality of it is, is time time's changing, right? Dude, if we can keep kids fishing through, you know, digital content through YouTube, that's great. Why not? You know? But I think there's there's some negative stuff that goes along with that too, you know? Let, uh, you know I, I just want to let me just say it. The the Guggen Squad, I know yep. a lot of our viewers have know who they are, they follow those guys. Have they been a good thing or a bad thing for the sport of fishing as a whole? I think they've been a good thing because of the number of young eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, even older kids yep. that have been introduced to the outdoors and to fishing and to what they do that way. Right. I think that's been a, an amazing thing. And and hopefully in four, five, six years when they get older, they'll want to learn more about the details of fishing. Yeah. You know, why does why does do the Googans love to bass fish so much? Right. And then they you know and then they're looking for instructional. Is this their last name, the Googans? I don't even know what no, you're yeah, talking about. It's a group of of YouTubers that formed a you know, formed this small group and they basically uh, do collaborations together and they grow each okay. other's channel together. They've gotten really, really big 
by by collaborating together, and yeah. that's a that's a huge thing that you can do on YouTube is collaborate with other people. Interesting, you know, to do it. So, so yeah. it's like a cabal of young kids that are doing. Yeah, YouTube young, videos. fairly young. Yeah, yeah right. it's kind of like back in the day. It's like an old like the breakdancing crews yeah. and groups. Except ah, all right. It's like that. <laughs> Understood. It's like that, except the name is. Not as cool. Well, that sounds like an old, that sounds like an old '30s Brooklyn street gang, you know, yeah. like the Googans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, what what is a Googan? I don't know. I don't, anybody know what the I don't know what an actual Googan is. is. It's a new fisherman. Like, like a gringo. Okay. Like he's new to the game. So okay. Is that the actual definition? Yeah, no, that's really what it is. It's like a go- if you're a that Googan, you don't know term. how to fish. I don't believe you. Wow. I swear I to God, that's what it is. right now. I, pr- I promise to you, that's what a Googan is. Okay, can we Google it? Hey, something funny when you when you started your YouTube channel, mm-hmm. the guy talking back there it was like watching Barney, dude. That's how old. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Barney. <laughs> Barney. Clean up, clean up. Come on. <laughs> it was SpongeBob at that point. Come on now. What was the other one? That- the Teletubbies, right? <laughs> <laughs> Did you find it? I get my phone's not working. Uh, nah, you're not gonna work in his phone. Well, that, that, that makes Google sense. That. We need to Google spot. that, though. All right, <laughs> we do need to Google that. Uh, let me remind everybody: you're watching Ike live, and we have Fluke Master in the house tonight. Very excited. We're talking YouTube. We're talking digital content. We want to hear from you. Uh, you could IM us right there next to the screen. Also, hit us up on our social media sites. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Ike Live Show. Do I see a hand raising back there? What's yeah, we on? have the official Urban Dictionary definition oh, of a Guggen. Official Urban, Urban Dictionary. Dictionary. And, and yo, a Guggen is that, an offshore fisherman who consistently loses fish that the average fisherman would catch. Guggens tend to set the hook when using circle hooks. A Guggen would not survive if stranded on a desert island with all the fishing tackle in the world because a Guggen does not know how to tie the simplest of fishing knots. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> and we have 2 billion 8 to 12 year olds following them on YouTube. And they don't know how to tie a knot. Now, that's a pretty stout goddamn name, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's a lot of stuff for that name. Didn't hold wow. back. That's cool. That's we, unbelievable. We would have called that a schlep in our day. Yeah. Well, here's the other thing. Now look up Ike Live on the Urban Dictionary. I'm on it. And the definition is one word yeah. terrible. Yeah, yeah. You'll get a sound effect of crickets. <laughs> a tumbleweed rolls past. Just, just. There it goes. <laughs> there's not even. A, there's not even anything about it. Has has uh, the outdoor channel come calling? Had you had you had I've any network to, uh, had, opportunities? I've had three offers for TV shows this year. Is that right? Yeah, to be honest with you. Okay. And I just it it doesn't feel right. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't. It, I just I don't see. I don't see it reaching as, and I know several people who have their own TV shows. Mm-hmm. I just don't see it reaching the masses that I can reach on YouTube right. and on social media. Right. And so I, I think the time that I would spend doing that would not be beneficial to to what to what my goal is. Yeah. So you're gonna you're gonna stay with YouTube and the internet of. Yeah, however it takes me, you know, and it, it wherever it goes from here, however I can reach as many people as I can. Gotcha. And that's why social media marketing is so critical. That's so. the way to go, though. Aren't you? But but like we talked about changing of the advertising plan. Like we saw it with Facebook. When we with Facebook, we were, you know, all of our fans. We could talk to them all yep. all the time. And then Facebook tightened the noose on yep. us. Now we're only able to hit about ten percent of our audience. Yep. Um, man, you got to be worried that YouTube could pull pull something like that and limit the advertising, limit the if reach of the show. That, he can't control well, that, though. That's what I'm saying. Did that, All the more reason to be worried. They would lose <laughs> a ton of money. Right. And Because them promoting me makes them more money. And so they're all in it for the dollar. All right. I get a percentage of what they make right. on the advertising, and that's how they pay us is percentage on the advertising. So it, it would be detrimental to them to do that. The only reason why they would do that is if I go and screw up and right. I do something that, you know, is against their rules or whatever else. So, All right. And Brian the Carpenter enters the Oh, he Brian has to come in and show himself. There's his buttocks right there on the screen. Looks like he's ready to clean your windshield and fill you up. You just had a sound effect as you came in. No, Jay you know what? just entered the room. If, if Jay entered the room. If he were to do a TV show, though, it would completely foil his format. Yep. Uh, it would be a 20-minute, it would be 20 yeah. minutes of content, yep. and 10 of it would be... 
paying the bills. Yeah. You know, and and, and the other ten of it would be yeah. fishing. I wouldn't be. It wouldn't yeah. be like it is. Yeah. yeah. Well, so many people have said, you know, with the, the world's changing, you know, and I've heard this comment before. TV's dead. Do you agree with that? I don't think it's dead, but I think it's circling the bowl. Right. I really do. I, to be honest, at least to a point. I right. Think, I think it'll be viable for a lot longer than we think it will be. Yeah. It's just not for what I do because I I can't in my videos I don't do hard promotion. You yeah. Know? I do you soft to. promotion. Right. You know there are times where like if I have a, a I promote things that I believe in. You know mystery mm-hmm. tackle box. Uh, Biospawn. I mean, the whole. I, I I I promote the things I believe in, but I promote them my way. Yeah. Not their way. And it may. My sponsors may not like it at some time. Yeah. Sometimes. And I'm like, that's sorry. That's the way I do things. Yeah. I've got. I'm. Uh, while we're talking here, I'm checking out our social feeds, and uh, we've got Charlie has a has a pretty decent question. He says, um, Fluke Master, what's up with the Georgia hat? <laughs> you want to give a little story on that? Yeah, um, pretty simple. When I first started my videos, started getting serious about them. My first few videos, I had like a tan hat on because I worked at Kingfisher and that was their hat. Kingfisher is like a private lake. I was a, I was a, I was a private fishing caddy, is all I was. Um, but Ooh. and so my my little brother. Well, but I ain't like uh, I need a flipping stick. Can you hand him yeah, like that? No, I sat in the middle of the boat and took the fish off the hook for these wow. these old rich guys, and I, they were great people. I mean, I had wonderful clients. Yeah. But yeah, it was I was sitting in the middle of the boat driving the boat with a remote control because we had the digital uh, troll motor up front. Wow. And and they two guys fishing, and they paid like a thousand bucks a head to fish there. Dang. Oh my gosh. Well, the bluegill are a pound and a half average, and and two. One in twenty will be two pounds plus, and then the bass average five pounds, five to six pounds. Oh my gosh! Yeah. So what was we, what were we talking about before I got off on that? Table? The hat. The hat. Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm real bad with that, dude. So, you hear me talk? Think about what you said as soon as I start talking, <laughs> and then you got to go back. I'm bad with that. I've always been. <laughs> so my my little brother, who we fought like cats and dogs growing up, but uh, we're now really good friends. He. Um, He's got a master's degree, or he's got a degree in marketing. I don't know if it's a master's degree or not, but he's got a degree in marketing. And uh, he looked at me. He said, dude, if you're going to do this, he said, you better get a hat. I'm like, what? He goes, and he doesn't know who Bill Dance is. Yeah. So it wasn't a Bill Dance thing. He he said, uh, nobody's going to recognize you or know who you are because you look like every other dude out there. Right. He said, you better get yourself a hat. And I said, well, there's only one hat that I would wear if I was going to wear the same hat all day long, and it's my Georgia Bulldog hat. Yeah. Because I'm a diehard Georgia fan. Yeah. And so that's kind of how it happened. Cool. And I wore it in every video since. Good story. Wow. Yeah. Until this next month. Until the, uh-oh. Oh, yeah. we have a hat change? A title sponsor? Nah, somebody, yeah, somebody buttered him hey, wait up. Wait a minute. <laughs> Are you announcing this for the first time? Yes, I am. Okay. Uh, Peter, we need a full screenshot on Gene right now. This is a big announcement. Full screenshot. Here it goes. First of all, do a screenshot of that football right there. Okay. Brian, let's go back to our memorial. Okay. Mark McCowan memorial in the back. Mass Sergeant Mark McCowan was a good friend of mine. And... See if I can do this without tearing up. Uh, he had such a profound effect on me and the way I do things and the way I think about things and the, how hard I work at what I do. Um, when he passed away, I I promised the guys of from his fishing team, which are all have all become real good friends of mine, that I would um, I would take up the 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 responsibility of promoting special ops survivor yeah and and mark's big drive yeah and so when i get my new alumacraft in a couple of weeks i'm going i have a, a carpet decal and i'm going to change to the special ops survivor hat for six months to a year i haven't decided how long yet yeah and going to promote special ops survivor for that period of time wow right on that's so because awesome. what special ops survivor does, awesome right yeah. have you guys talked ever talked about what it does oh yeah. yeah you got all these wives and children their 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 husbands and father goes away overseas and loses his life doing something they don't know where he's at they don't know where yeah. what he was doing they don't know any details and they're left to, to go on with life and special ops survivor helps them go on with life yeah so. Yeah, awesome, awesome wow. program. Yeah. And what, no, what an no awesome calls. thing to do. Yeah, yeah. what an awesome thing. My to do. little guy wore the hat today that. at the event. Yeah, I've got yeah. four of them yeah. in my truck that yeah. just waiting on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, That's awesome. It's amazing how many people 
mark his impact. Golly, you're Isn't that dead? Yep. Isn't it he's, crazy? One, he's just one of those guys. Yep. Yeah. And we, we talk about it all the time. The fishing industry is small. It's big, mm-hmm. but it's, it's small. small. Yep. But how many people in the fishing industry were touched by Mark? It's it's amazing. Yep. Really. Like, I love Pure positive energy. I would wear it all the time. Oh, gosh, yeah. But, dude, I, I, for me to wear the hat, it's on the last peg. <laughs> And I'm just sick of hearing it. You know what I mean? With yeah. the head. The we head. Get two hats. <laughs> I said, what did you build this hat for? Like four year olds? Like, come on. We had that laugh you know, when he gave them to us. But, yeah. All right. Let me. Everybody watching and listening, I don't know. You probably saw a really weird shaped buttocks go through the camera screen a second ago. Uh, just joined us now. Brian the Carpenter is back in his seat. Wrap applause. How you doing, don't clap, Brian? Don't clap. I'm good, man. Okay, no. Glad to have you back. I, I, let me. You want the good news or the bad news? First? <laughs> I want it all. Okay, give me the good first. The good is we're excited to have you back in the chair. Uh, here it comes. You're a key part of the show. The bad news is. The bad news is, damn, they did a good job with uh, you. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I watched it on the way here. We were stuck on the couch <laughs> shop for 20 oh, minutes. Stuck. Oh, yeah. I was screaming at the phone. Uh, Change the damn shot. Change the shot. Right. <laughs> Split screen. Right. Not everybody's just listening on iTunes. Yeah, People are watching. Shockingly, yeah. Mark Jeffries has no missed calls tonight. <laughs> <laughs> if he did, he wouldn't uh, check them anyway. Yeah. Uh, so Brian DeCar- this is the first Ike Live show you were late to in yes. all the years we did it. But you have a amazing reason. Tell us where you were at. Yeah, I was. Uh, my son played at the Rowan Youth Orchestra at Rowan University. Yeah, that's very nice. Very yep. nice. It was outstanding. I'm going to try to get a video from the wife to a short clip and play it here soon. Cool. So, it's yeah. awesome. It was awesome, man. Awesome. Very proud moment for you. Yeah, I, I was like almost tearing up watching. Wow. It, it was. Awesome. It was so damn good. That's very cool. Yeah. That's very cool. Well, we're glad we're glad you're back, but your homies did a great job. I just want to talk them up. Right on, man. Brian, what instrument was he playing? The bassoon. Wow, okay, the same wow. bassoon. Okay. That's yeah. a tough one. Yeah. yeah. Can we get a Can we get a picture of a bassoon up there? Let's go get get a picture of bassoon. We got a lot of listeners and viewers right now have no idea what a bassoon is. All those years, I knew my dad was calling me an instrument. You know what I mean? Maybe it was buffoon. Buffoon. Bassoon. We have We have lots of pictures of buffoons. Yeah. In this room. Yeah. Indeed, we do. Uh, I'm trying to catch up with some more. We've got a lot of social coming in. I had another one. Uh, Gene, what's the strangest thing you've ever seen in your days of filming videos? Is there one thing that stands out? Anything crazy that happened over the years? Um, can we talk about my entrance into Jersey? The, Absolutely. The, I think that was probably the craziest thing I've seen in a long time. Wow. So I'm pulling in on the interstate. I don't know what interstate's up in North Jersey, but I was coming in uh, heading towards Bobby's house. Where I stayed. The tur- where, it was it Turnpike? Or was uh, it? Uh, no. Uh-uh. 295? I think it was 295. Yeah, but okay. Somebody had hit and killed a bear. <laughs> somebody hit a bear? Yeah, that ain't 295. He's probably 295. on 278 yeah, way up was, there. He was way up there. Yeah. Way in the hills. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, I, I, I've, I see that I've, where I'm at, we don't see a lot of bear, but we see yeah. dead animals on the side of the road yeah. all the time. Well, there's like five to ten people around him doing like a seance. In the middle of the interstate. See what? <laughs> and, and I'm driving, and there's three miles of backed up traffic. And oh, I'm like, was he still alive? No, he was dead. I mean, there's no doubt he was dead. All four legs going out like this. He was. He had to have been a young male that was right. traveling. And uh, I know a lot about bears for some stupid reason. Right on. Um, but anyway, so I'm thinking to myself, why didn't somebody just get out? Grab a rope, tie it around the bear's paws, drag him off the side of the road, and then have your prayer session. You know, <laughs> were they well, really dude, having traffic, a? If you think that's I have bad, no clue. But it was people were just like they were fascinated. They, they were, by yeah. Pete, listen to me. There were candles. There was, <laughs> there was this noise like this, like oh, no. Man. If they were American maybe it was Indian. Sasquatch. Ah. I feel bad for the car that hit that thing because bear wrecked. heavy and low to the ground, dude. Yeah. Dude, mm-hmm. if you think that's bad, around the same area. I know where you were at with this. Yeah. There was a walking bear that people would take videos of, and this thing would, like, walk through mm-hmm. their yard. <laughs> Someone shot his ass during bear season, and that dude had, like, death threats and everything, dude. <laughs> Killed the walking bear. It was all over the news. <laughs> shot his ass. Killed but, a pet. But he said he shot him while he was walking. <laughs> Shot him while he was walking. He was upright. Yeah, you hit him while he was walking. He shot the walking bear, man. It was like a big uproar up there. Dude, that dude's jinxed. Whoever shot that bear, he's screwed. If you can watch, guys, talk about YouTube. Go on YouTube. New Jersey walking bear. I'm telling you, this thing walking through people's yards and shit like a person. 
They have a, do they have a YouTube video of him uh, being shot? No, no, no. The fucking guy whacked him, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Only a jersey, man. No, dude. I remember seeing that bear. <laughs> <laughs> you remember seeing the bear? I saw the, yeah, he was all over the news, wow. like you said. Yeah, somebody yeah. clipped him. That's unbelievable. Uh, <laughs> somebody clipped him. <laughs> <laughs> Snuffed. Oh, uh, we got, we've got one more. Let me get this one more. Uh, we got Kenny wants to know, Fluke Master, what other things or channels do you watch on YouTube? Oh. There's the walking bear, by the way. Yeah. Look, look at this dude. Look at this guy. There he goes. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> arrow. Oh. <laughs> Was he showing an arrow? Uh, a broadhead? I don't know. What's that right there? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a Sasquatch. <laughs> oh, my God. No yeah. shoots that. Shot. Look at him. It's like an alien. <laughs> Yeah, that's the video. Oh, he's looking at it. Oh, he's got a beat flipper. <laughs> look at him, Mike. What you looking at? Oh, my God. Dude, but I wonder what the thing was walking. If the shooter was like, dude, should I? And it's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? The arrow is flying through the air. <laughs> he probably was the worst hunter in the world, and it was the only thing he would get, get close to. Look at that. Oh, he's got a baby arm. Oh, yeah, I wonder I if he man. just can't walk on his I think arms. His paws, his paws, I think his paws got burned dude, or something. Let me tell you, there's no difference between that and that guy that shot that bear than back in the day when we used to fish. And Dave, I'm going to just, I'm going to, again, tonight, what I, what I'm I put do? you on the spot. What'd I do? <laughs> back in the day when we'd be walking around the banks and we'd see a giant spawner, you'd throw to it a million times with your whatever plastic worm, you couldn't get him to bite. And you look around and said, should I? And then you put like a number one treble hook on. And yeah. jacked him in the yeah. back. Come on. There's no difference between the two. Eric's in the back like, no. no. Leo's watching. No. Leo Shang's watching right now. Oh, Dave. No, no. Oh, Dave. So we're going to start talking about sins of the past? No. That was very generic. How about the time I watched you throw a big fistful of line over the side and, and scream at Duck to choke? on it. How about that? <laughs> we were in Ominescent Lake, and I'm like, Mike, your line went over to the side. You're like, F that duck. I hope he chokes on it. You were having one of your meltdowns, and I was trying to be a steward of the environment. <laughs> a steward. Yeah, but, but listen, it was fluorocarbon, so yeah. it would sink to the bottom. So. Great. So the turtles would choke on it. Yeah, that was a monotase, bro. <laughs> I don't think I did yeah. that. Uh, all my PETA people watching. Mike I don't doesn't have meltdowns. What are you talking about? Never. Nah. Never, ever, ever. <laughs> How about you? Yeah, dude. Huh? How about you? It's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> you ever melt down? <laughs> when the camera doesn't work, the audio screwed up, somebody well, got in your shot? I'm pretty, I only melt down when my kids uh, disrespect their mother. It's the only time I lose it. He seems like he has a resting heartbeat of like... Right? Don't even even go there. (laughs) 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 I've been able to give blood a few times because of low blood. Nah, but is that right? I just, I don't, I don't, I've always been pretty even keeled. Mm -hmm. Um, I grew up in a family of seven, of eight kids. I'm the seventh of eight. Yep. And so it's always been a crazy, crazy life. But I mean, just, you know, mom and dad didn't have a whole lot of money. And I just, you know, I I live a, I try to live a stress-free life. You know, and I, I just I just let things go. You know, a lot easier than most. It's had to happen a few times though. You yeah. film all day, you get back, and the, and well, it's happened so many times. I'm just like, oh crap, I got to go do it again, oh, and I'm man. at that point. You know, it's just I don't get really ticked. I just say, man, I got to go do this again, and I know that the next time I'm going to lose some information that I had in the first one. Mm-hmm. That's I get upset about that, but I don't. What What about bloopers? Do you got a bloopers reel? I do now that I have a camera that I keep running in the back of the boat, but yeah. that's only that's only recently because okay. I used to only run one camera. So that's going to be a hand. Yeah. You eventually put that out. I know yeah, that's there's yeah. one thing happened to me. I wish I had my camera running, but I had knocked my camera into the water. It was when I had my uh, camera on a tripod. Yeah, and I caught a a, a pickerel, a big pickerel on a spinnerbait, and I reached down to grab my net, and the net was hooked onto my favorite rod in the back of the boat, and I dropped my favorite rod into the water as my frog rod. And so I'm get the net and I'm trying to scoop the frog rod out while I'm fighting the pickerel with the other hand and I knock the tripod into the water. Oh no! <laughs> so there's my only camera. before the GoPro days. I had a I had saved all the money I had to buy this one camera. Ah, man. Oh, and so I jump in the water. I drop the net. I drop the other rod in the front of the deck and I jump over. I grab the tripod. I'm in the water in four foot of water now. Throwing the tripod back up on the on the boat. 
and um, I'm going to try to make this story short. Reached over, grabbed the net, threw it in, back up in the boat, and just as I hear the, the other rod go over the bo- overboard, I hear tuk-tunk, oh, and I'm like, oh, man, man that pickle dude. just took the other rod. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I jumped back up in the boat, grabbed a bobber, tied a string with a bo- uh, and, a, and a, a sinker onto the bobber and threw it overboard. This is as a marker. marker. Went back, took my camera back. I have a little kit that I build going to Walmart and buying the right stuff to dry out the camera. And went back about an hour and a half later to the bobber, and I'm in four feet of water, and I'm doing a grid pattern to try to find my fishing rods. And I find the frog rod, I bump into it, throw it in the boat, and I do another grid pattern, and I go up against a thing of grass, and I, and I found my other rod and reeled it in, and the fish is still on the spinnerbait. Four foot long. You're chain kidding me. No, I climbed back up in the boat, fought the fish, <laughs> wow. brought it in the lake. Come on. And put it back in. Nuts. That's awesome. Crazy Tell the story about your jacket. The jacket. Yeah, it's true. So I, I, I'll give you a quick version of this story. I basically, same deal. I knocked the rod over. At the time, I'm still buying them myself. It was my favorite team dial rod. And I, my instinct was, and I had the trolling motor on. This is a manual trolling motor in the back. I turned it on. I reached back to turn it on. I turned it on. As I did, I kicked that rod over. And I just went, <gasps> and I just jumped in for it. It was an instinct. Well, it's March, and the water's 48 degrees, and the troll motor's on, and the boat just goes away from me. I'm in the middle of the freaking lake, literally. <laughs> so I make a decision to just start uh, swimming toward a sandbar that I knew about that was I thought it was closer than going to the bed. Roadbed. Yeah, roadbed. So I start swimming. I start swimming. Dude, I'm getting nervous because about every 10 foot, I put my foot down to see if I'm on it yet, and I can't feel it. And I'm like, God, I know it's out here. And then I start getting worried. Yep. So I kick my boots off. I had work boots on, and I'm still holding my rod. And then I'm, I'm like, oh, God. and then now I'm really starting to panic because I can't feel it. I'm starting to feel crappy. I'm like, I'm taking this jacket off. And and I felt bad about it because it was a club jacket. Back in the club days, yeah. you remember, dude, your club jacket was like that's our like colors. A, yeah. That's like our colors. <laughs> it's like a Letterman jacket. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. like in Greece. You know what I mean? Like that's your jacket. And uh, but I had to get rid of it because it was like heavy. It was bulky, so I dude, shed that- the jacket. And then finally, finally, I touched the bottom and I made it. And I'm like, I'm like throwing up. I'm out of breath. And that boat does a complete circle and comes right back to me and hits that road bend. Just dunk, 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 dunk. <laughs> So I walked to it, I got in it, went back to my truck like, you know, fr- freezing. And that was that. Lost boots, lost, lost my jacket, jacket. What were you my rod. What were you doing with work your boots? Life. Now hold on. Work get, boots. Get back yeah, to the yeah but what, what were you doing with work boots? Because it was cold. Now he's meaning you don't work. No, I know. <laughs> 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 so literally, and I think I've told this story before in life, but literally it was probably two years later. Yeah, I was with you. Yeah, two to three years later. Yeah. I'm with Brian the Carpenter, and we're practicing for a tournament or w- fun fishing. I don't remember. I was just Brian back then. Yeah. And, <laughs> and we're out there, and I'm cranking uh, that edge of that roadbed. It was a Norman Deep Little Land. I still remember. I'm cranking, and I go, I got one. I got one. And I'm like, oh, no, it's just just snagged on. So I thought it was a fish. And I'm like, just kind of reeling it in. It's this big, heavy weight. And it's getting closer. And I'm looking. I'm like, oh, it's, a, it's a freaking rag or something. And I look, and I get it closer. I'm like, what? can't be. Can't be. And I look at it. Dude, it's my jacket. <laughs> Two or three years later, all the stitching yeah, is worn away. It was eaten. But you can see that, you know, where the stitching was, it's a different color. Right. And here it goes. Top rod Bassmasters <laughs> with the freaking stupid generic fish jumping. On the other side, there's my name sewn embroidered on the on the chest of it. Oh, my nice. goodness. Caught my own jacket. Yeah, yeah, I love that story. Two or three years later. True story. Awesome. Uh, thanks, everybody, for watching. Listen, hang in there with us. We're going to take a break, Pete. Uh, when we come Can't. back, when we come back, two big things. When we come back, we're going to be talking about the Ike Foundation kids event we just had today. Awesome event. A lot of good things that. We're going to be talking with Paul White, who is the winner of the Ike Foundation uh, guest award. He's here tonight with his wife. We're going to bring him in. And then we're going to get, uh, via Skype, we're going to get Lake Fork guy on the phone. Justin Rackley is going to be talking to us, continuing the talk about YouTube and how it's changing fishing. And he's one of the originators. He's one of the originators. Hang in there with us when we come back. More Ike Live. <laughs> 